This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. When your personal care routine needs a refresh, Dr. Squatch is here to help. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients that'll have you looking and smelling your best. Like the Bay Rum Soap and Deodorant. It smells delightfully spicy. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Spotify or use the code Spotify at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Willickham. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Erin, can you say Rob... Beckett. Beckett. Can you say Josh Widdicombe? Well done. <laughs> there we that was a good one. I felt it was too harsh last week. I was too. I was tired, Josh. You and came out harsh. the blocks, didn't you? <sighs> yeah, really. I feel bad. I feel. I, I want to apologise to that kid and the mum, um, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, but I'm not gonna. No, I, I'm sorry. That was harsh. That was a good one. Who was that, Josh? Hello, Rob and Josh. This is a clip of my two-year-old daughter, Erin, for your intro. I've been listening to your podcast for 18 months, and I love it, especially for all the laughs. I sometimes wonder what people must think. Should they see me laughing away in my car to myself? I think in the car is not the worst place, is it? No, that, well, it depends if you're a cab driver. If you're a mini-cab driver, and you're like a loud podcast. <laughs> Shut up and drive. It's... It's not an area where... I don't think I've ever heard a podcast when I've got into a cab. It's not cracked the cab market, has it, the podcasts? In the same way Heart FM has. Yeah, that, that goes... Do you mind that? I've got a bit of capital on. Do you mind that? Where if they went... Yeah. I'm just listening to Football like football Weekly. Is that right? <laughs> just got his... Um, those, the, that, that, the funny bloke and his annoying mate talking to um, Richard Osman about soup. <laughs> Just listen to Real Dictators. It's a seven-part about Joseph Stalin. Are you okay with that? <laughs> anyway, uh, my husband and I recently started a pom-pom jar for Erin, nice. which is working a treat, and we're off to buy her first present tomorrow now that it's full. A mini trampoline, as per her request. Thank you for making car journeys and a long commute to work so entertaining. Oh, this is a surname. Becky Korsnielski. Ooh. Korzenielski. Korzenielski. K-O-R-Z-E-N-I-E-W-S-K-I. 
I, you lost me at like the, the first two letters there. <laughs> My head just started. Yeah, early. Becky. Becky Be- from oh, Greater Manchester. Be- Be- from Manchester. There we Manchester. Go. Oh, that's nice, isn't it, Josh? Um, do you know what I've realised though? My kids, I think my kids are too old for pom pom jars already. It's, are they? It moves, kids. It moves so fast. It's impossible. You think you, you basically think you've got you something. Think you've nailed it. Yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't happen. And then not even you or the kid changes. Now at the moment, and I think everyone's having this. It is. It is. It's lovely, isn't it? When it's bright at night, when it's near solstice, but it's not when children oh, are sleeping. Mate, mate, it's too hot in our house. It's too. I bought a fan for my daughter's room. Yeah. Didn't check the dimensions, Rob. <laughs> what you got? Is it Boeing? Made but by I Boeing. Envisage. I know, I envisaged one of the ones that you put on the floor that's big and tall. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like the long one with the classic big round thing with a cage on. No, no, no. Like, but like, it's. Well, do you know what? I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the uh, picture. So I bought a fan, right? Oh fuck it! I'm so tired, Rob. <laughs> What's? I was. I should have been worried because because the company's called Doctor Prepare. <laughs> Doctor Prepare. Doctor Prepare. Doctor Prepare. It doesn't strike you as a as a. It's not Sony, is it? No, Doctor Prepare. It's not Bosch. Doctor Prepare. How are you spelling Prepare like normal Prepare? Like Doctor Prepare. Like like if you went to see a doctor and his surname was Prepare. Like Doctor Prepare. That's... So I've just sent you a picture of my Doctor Prepare. Wouldn't you imagine that that's massive? <laughs> Let's have a look. Right. Let's have a... Oh, that looks that that does look. It's, it's double, isn't it? It's two fans on top of each other. With Doctor Prepare, how much was Doctor Prepare? Um, uh, twenty six ninety nine. Twenty six ninety nine. That's fair enough. Yeah, sure. It it was available to arrive the next day. That's what put Doctor Prepare at the front of the queue, mate. Really? It's- yeah, because it was like each night counts in in the fan world. And GP waiting times are normally long. Yeah, oh, lovely. But what worries me about Doctor Doctor Prepare is Josh that they do so many different weird things. Have you gone onto the Doctor Prepare website? What else are they prepared well, for? So this is what's very odd about Doctor Prepare. Doctor Prepare's got the fan. Yeah, they've also got a heated yeah. eye mask with an electric USB cotton eye compress heating pad. So yeah, okay. And also Doctor Prepare camping shower, <laughs> fifteen liter. <laughs> And he's well, also got that as well, actually. The doc, the doc. I reckon he's mates with Doctor Oitka. This geezer is a fucking charlatan. <laughs> doctor, doctor, <laughs> prepare projection alarm clock. So he does electrics and he does eye mask. Um, what else has he got? Doctor prepare non-slip fabric resistance bands for working out. Doctor prepare boot <laughs> dryer. Doctor prepare boot dryer shoe dryer. What the fuck's a shoe? A shoe dryer. I've got a terrible feeling. Doctor prepares often mentioned on QVC. It, it's got that feeling, doesn't it? Do you want to see the uh, fan in situ, Rob? So you yeah, can yeah, get a sure. feeling for how big it is. Yeah. Okay, here it is. That is pathetic. Is, <laughs> is that propped up on a on a chair I've as put, well? I've put it on a little wicker chair. Yeah. <laughs> that is so small. It's about the size of an Alexa. I re- it is. Yeah, I reckon if I. With my, with my mouth, which is large, if I just blew on your daughter, she'd be cooler than that fan. Well, that would be quite a weird thing if I said, don't worry well, about I'm not sleeping suggesting that. My friend's coming around to blow on you. Yeah, call me Dr. Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Nonce. I'm just here to uh, blow on your child for £26. Flat fee. Dr. Um, prepare. Dr. Prepare also does heated socks. I'll tell you what, Dr. Prepare don't know if you want to be hot or cold, does it? <laughs> 
You could get through the whole year with just Dr. Prepare, camping <laughs> holiday, eating your I tell you what, then. energy crisis, turn the central heating off, just get Dr. Prepare in. Hot, cold, whatever you want. He can sort it out. <laughs> Jesus oh, God, Christ. it's been too hot. It's been too hot. It has been. It has. Been. Yeah. Well, the heat's not ideal, but also the the, the sunlight is not. But but what's annoying is Josh. So yesterday, um, there was a massive thunderstorm in the south of England. Um, so we're recording this Friday for the Tuesday episode, and it was absolutely torrential rain. In the morning, we sent the kids off with cagoules. Like I walked in with the umbrella, and then by midday, it was 25 degrees, and I'm like, well, my kid's face is burning. You can't put sun cream on a kid's face in the rain. <laughs> no. It's hard enough to put cream on a kid on a beach in Spain when it's there actually, you can actually see their skin crisping up. They'll still refuse that they want it. So when a kid, it's 8 a.m. and it's raining, there's no kid will let you put cream on their face. No. Yes, I mean, that's unacceptable. But surely your school should be doing it, shouldn't they, Rob? Do they do what, it? T- creaming up my kid? What do you think <laughs> I've said? Him? Some sort of nunnery? <laughs> Can you say that? A, a nursery? A nursery? Yeah, you can say what you want, Rob. It's, it's the Wild West of podcasts. <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't say it on this morning, but... Um... That fan is pathetic. It does say desktop. It does say... It says... Office desktop I, 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 I wasn't reading mm. properly. But you, you think double fan, it would be bigger. Exactly. It did work, though. It did work. My daughter's sleeping times are all over the fucking shop in this heat, Rob. So what's, 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 she, what's she dealing with? What, what are you getting dealt with? Well, my, son, my son, I'll give you my son's last four days. Yeah. 8am. Insane. So what time is he going to bed, sorry? Uh, 6.45, maybe. So that's good. So 8am. Right. Jesus. 8am Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, last hour of which I thought he was dead. Obviously, classic. Uh, Wednesday. <laughs> can't, re- can't relax. Just can't relax. Can't I was hoping for the yeah, best. Yeah. 5.55am. Thursday, 5.55am. This morning, 7.30am. That is, that is not a consistent wake-up time. So is that your son or daughter? Son. Right, OK. But you're, you said he's been doing well and your daughter's all over the place. Well, she gets up when he does, basically, because right, okay. he so, screams himself yeah. awake, the classic. So she's been up at 5.55 for two mornings and then 7.30 this morning. I don't know where I am with it, Rob. Well, what's, so our kids, right, I've been away working quite a lot. I'm back home now. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm back from that long shift of working a lot. And um, so my mum and dad came up to sort of help Lou with the kids at the weekend. Lou had some appointments to go to and bits of work. Yeah. So they had the kids and they stayed over. And my kids wake up, literally, <laughs> my, my young, our eldest wakes up at like 5am and she literally comes and goes, you're right, what are we doing? I'm like, but buzzing for the day. Just like, and then we have to send oh, her back for God. a bit. And then she went in and then she went in about six and woke my mum and dad up. And my, my dad's 76. They come down. And look, like, you know, when someone's been in a car accident and it's not been a bad one, but they're all shook up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And their ears and they're a bit wild eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so my, yeah. my parents are just walking around the house like that. They've been woken up at half <laughs> five every day. They look like, I feel like we're taking off about five years of their life at this stage. They're too old to be woken yeah, up. That, that that, they're too old to play with five years. I, I would, <laughs> yeah. I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so like, um, but, and I said to him because my, my my cousins, you know, my well, my niece and nephew, but my cousins, yeah. my mum and dad look after them as well. And I said, oh, is this what they're like as well? They went, no, oh, no, Rob. So they've got your they've got your early gene, haven't they? Basically, that's come from you. Well, no, no, they've got the worst. They've got the worst. They've got Lou's early gene. Lou gets up early, right? They've got my energy, but also they've got my night owl as well. Oh my God! They so don't essentially, they don't sleep. It's like I've got two Margaret Thatchers knocking about. Oh my word! 
not what our country needs. Um, do you want a bit of info on Doctor Prepare? I've just googled them. Oh my them. god, you've got even more. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got they grow grow lights for indoor plants, obviously. Yeah. But nice. this is this is it. What we do. Here we go. For our most loved tower fans, for the burning heat to the popular oh, this is me. heated apparel that braves yeah, the yeah. chill, our product development's motivation remains unchanged. That is, by integrating advanced thermal and cooling technology with user-centered design, we strive to deliver a wide range of efficient DC-powered electric devices for applications in homes, businesses, journeys, and dolls' houses. We specialize in borrowers. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it was small. I was doing a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no. That's, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's, so they seem all right. Doctor, prepare, but be careful. Prepare yeah. for a tiny well, fan. they've got more advertising than the people that pay us to advertise. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Doctor Repair. Sorry. Oh, talking to that, you know that I moaned about DPD. Yeah. Um, they, um, DPD rung me up. I went, my boss, his boss was. Uh, he went, the bloke went, hello, mate. All right. I went, yes. He went, it's DPD. He went, yeah, my boss, his boss, listen to the podcast. We'll drop around a parcel later. No. Because I moaned about way. it being at a shop Incredible. 15 minutes away. Am I going to get a huge fan from Doctor Prepare? <laughs> Well, I'm a bit worried now that maybe that maybe companies are giving me slightly bad service, so I moan about it on here, and then they they save face, and then they get a shout out. Maybe it's a double bluff. Maybe they're doing it on That's purpose. That's what it is. They're playing us, Rob. <laughs> I actually ordered a big fan, and Doctor Prepare knew if they sent a hilariously small one, we talk about it for <laughs> let's be honest, too long. <laughs> Way too long. Let's talk about something else. Uh, my daughter's got a teddy she took into school, a um, Triceratops. She's called him Mr. Horny. Oh, yes, please. Oh, it's good fun, yes, isn't it? Yeah. What did you say when she said that? I just went, oh, that's a, that's a great name. <laughs> Dr. Horny. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she's got a little teddy called Dr. Horny, which is quite good fun. And um, Mr. Horny, you said. Mr. Horny. What well, I call him? Dr. Horny. Dr. Horny. <laughs> Dr. Prepares in my head. <laughs> Dr. Horny. Dr. Horny was that character you used to... When you first started out in stand-up, you used to do the character of Dr. Horny, didn't you? It didn't work very well. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily... Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Oh, the other thing they keep doing is call shows before bed. They're getting a bit cool like... Call shows? Call shows. Where what they do is now, they know they're really into... They've got their middle, Like Jeremy uh, Vine on Radio 2 call shows. <laughs> Cool shows. Um, no, not yet. Take, we've got Steve from Luton here. He's got some uh, very strong rules about ULES and uh, immigration. No, Korg, C-O-O-L, where they play music and they dance and wear sunglasses and sing along. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And it's really cute, but I'm oh, I'm trying to be in the moment and enjoy it because they're young, they're four and six, it's really cute. But all I can think of, I've got this now for 10 to 15 years, but at some point they're going to take it really serious and I have to pretend it's great. Oh, Do you know what I mean? You've got two little performers on your hands, Rob. I think one I could farm off to athletics. The younger right, one yeah. is desperate to do sport all the time. So maybe they yeah. could channel that energy that way. So then we've only got one performer to deal with. Oh, mate, your life is going to be afternoon. Go and sit by the swimming pool for two hours while your daughter... And you know when swimmers train, Rob? 
What? 6am. So she'll be up for it. I get quite claustrophobic in swimming pools. So I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. It's too hot. It's too... Do you know what? If you find it's too hot by the swimming pool, I've got a Dr. Prepare you could take with you. And sit, sit <laughs> next Stop to the saying Dr. Prepare. <laughs> If we were if we were a radio show, we would have had it removed for the amount of product placement we've done in this episode. It's absolutely insane. The BBC <laughs> would be going stark raving mad, Rob. Yeah, but we can do what we want. We're a law unto ourselves, Josh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we want to slag off a fan, we can. I've got a shoe rack that needs a bit of fucking... This can't turn into basically Watchdog where we moan about what's happened <laughs> no, in our life. No, no, about exactly. stupid products. Um, my mum's uh, got a bone to pick with you, Rob. Oh, has she? She texted me, yeah. She, she texted, texted me oh, no. with oh, a God, screen grab. Yeah. It says, Plymouth being a city is not lo- longer so funny now, is it, Rob? And it's uh, of, a, of a news story, which is that Doncaster and Milton Keynes have been awarded city status. Right, OK. So, OK, so she's, is she taking offence that I slagged off Plymouth quite personally? Yeah, well, she, does, she never goes to Plymouth, so I don't know why she cares. No. But she... <laughs> she looks she, nice she, there. I reckon she hasn't been to Plymouth in 10 years, but still. Really? How far does she live away? Well, she'd go to Exeter. Exeter's nice. You would go, there's no way you would go to Plymouth if you had the option of going to Exeter, which is nearer. Exeter's a city, isn't it? Yes, it is, Rob. Yes. Yeah, okay, look, don't get all defensive about Devon. It feels like when I'm driving down to Cornwall, which is beautiful, I love Cornwall, I'm not slagging it off, I've had great gigs down there, I've done Red Roof, St Ives, all over it, right? Yeah. When I've driven down there, it feels a bit like, you know, in Willy Wonka, when he walks to the end of the tiny room? Yeah, yeah. And it slowly exactly. gets smaller and on top. It's, 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 yeah. it's quite narrow, isn't it? And gets you're worried you're going to fall off. I just feel claustrophobic. You're probably going to fall off at the edge, the edge of Cornwall. <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, so tell your mum sorry um, about that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I didn't know it was a city. Now I know. Doncaster being a city. I didn't know Doncaster was a city. Um, it's got a nice Keynes. train station, Doncaster. What's that? Milton Keynes. Come on, guys. That didn't even exist 30 years ago. <laughs> well, no, I don't, I don't mind places being a city, but I can, I can be, I'm allowed to be surprised that they are. Doncaster <laughs> city status. <laughs> like, it's, I, it's not my fault. Oh, really? Doncaster. Did you know Truro is a city, Rob? Is it? What, what's Truro? It's a place in Cornwall. Do you know what? I thought Tr- Truro sounds like a... Mis- like, you know my name, like, old films, like Willow or Labyrinth? <laughs> Truro sounds like one of them. I've seen Truro. Yeah, it's great. It's got Kenneth Branner in. <laughs> Truro. How many, how many R's is that? Double R? No, T-R-O-U-O. Truro. No, T-R-U-O. Oh, I do care. Looks pretty. Looks nice. Yeah, that's all right. Anyway... Let's get back to parenting because we've digressed. We, this is a, this is a, this is a job for Michael. <laughs> no, it's not. We're all right, Josh. <laughs> I've got loads to talk to you about. I've got loads of good Instagrams. Go on. Plus, Go on, hit um, me up. Also, um, the girls are coming to watch me do a show. They're coming oh, to no. see my show in Southend. A cool show. They've never seen me do a show. I'm going to do a cool show before bed for them. <laughs> Where I'm basically going to realise how offensively sweary my show is mid-show. So, talk me through your evening how you imagine it with your... Well, so basically, I've got to go straight to Exeter after. So Lou's driving me there with a the kid. Well, I'm driving Lou and the kids there. And then they're going to leave at the interval. What's your mental space in the two hours before a show? Like, are you going to be fine to parent for those two hours or are you going to need to get in the headspace of the character of Rob Beckett? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so do you know what? I need now. I'm all right. I can. When I first did comedy, I used to be so nervous. I used to pace and walk and couldn't be near anyone. Yeah, but what to... we're going to do is drive up about five o'clock ish. We might yeah. go a bit later. Actually, we was going to go earlier if it was sunny and get some fish and chips. Yeah. But we're going to just drive up. I'm going I'm to take them, get there about six ish, show them the stage and the theatre with all the lights yeah. on. They can have a little walk out on the sound check. They go back and then they can watch the first half from the wings at eight o'clock. Have they ever? Have they ever? seen you perform on TV like do they know what they're letting themselves in for not really I think they're more excited just to see a crowd and I might let yeah. them come out and have a wave oh you're going to mention it on stage yeah I might do um, but uh, yeah I might let them come out and have a little yeah. wave yeah absolutely get the audience on side I mean the audience are on side don't get me wrong they've paid to see you what you're trying to suggest that they've paid to come and see me and they're not convinced that they'll go it's oh, probably true actually there's always should, half like that maybe, maybe we should laugh because his daughters are here we don't want to embarrass him that kind of thing what are you going to do if it's the best bit of the show and then you have to take them on tour no not happening they're coming on just before the interval and then I'm going right. to fuck them okay. off home okay. then I'm going to Exeter you're going to Exeter for work not just because we've just been talking about how good it yes. is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, really no, fancy it but do you know what's really difficult is when you do do tours you get people that like you but also like anything like we all know this you've always people go oh I've got a spare ticket to this thing yeah, I've yeah. done it with bands before and I thought yeah. who are these I don't really like these yeah. and you get those people in the crowd and they sit there and it's normally like a husband or boyfriend and they yeah, sat there yeah. cross-armed livid that they've got to sit for an hour and a half yeah, of me yeah. and then sometimes you're doing the show and then over the show they, you could sort of see them going oh, actually do you know what it's pretty funny this bloke I'm into this and then they've uncrossed their arms they're really laughing and you get you go fucking hell well done Rob you managed to make everyone that come laugh but also people that weren't sure you've won them over yeah, yeah. however the flip side of that is when you have that person that's not convinced and by the end they're absolutely definitely sure they're never coming again <laughs> It goes one or the other way. Yeah. Those arms can become crossed and tighter and tighter. I say, sit there going, fuck this. But um, that's 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 the person you focus on in the crowd, isn't it? Yeah. Do you do you look at so I I because I have as little light on the crowd as possible because I find it distracting to be able to see people individually. No, I like the light on them, not do loads, you? but I like to see them so I can talk to them. Yeah. I like to stare into the abyss. Do you do crowd work? Yeah, your eyes adjust so you can always see the first few rows, even if it's dark on them, because of the light uh, reflected off the stage. So you can see the first few rows. I can't deal with the spotlight. It does my I, I think I'm going to have bad eyes. My mum's had detached retinas. My dad's had cataracts. You know, you know what's going to go first oh, on you. Oh yeah, yeah. What's going to go on you? Neck. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Neck's gone. It's it was gone. a little hunched neck. It's over. Um, Right, uh, we've got loads of good Instagram. Should we do some of these? Because I feel yeah. like we fucking spoke for ages the last few weeks. Let's yeah, listen bloody from, hell. We've let's burned talk to our listeners. Out, mate. We've burned ourselves out. I'm just going to check whether I've got anything more I need to say. I haven't, no. <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Um, yeah, just check there. No, nothing. Nothing, nothing. nothing from me. Um, I've got a couple of good celebs in small oh, places. Oh, yeah, celebs in small places. So... You know we said Drake in Walsall yeah, was bollocks. So is there a re oh, was it? Uh, no, it was true. No. There's an article here. Drake goes shopping at co-op in Walsall after his Birmingham gigs. So where's he off to? Well, back to the, the, the airport. If he's popped to just get a crisps or some drinks <sighs> on the way back from his arena show. Yeah. I doubt he's staying in Walsall. No offence, no, Walsall. No, no, I, I just think it's Sure, it's weird. a great city. No, I, Anything's I've, a fucking city now. I've played in Birmingham a lot, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, stay in Walsall. So Drake, Drake in Walsall is true. But do you know the most interesting thing about that is he's decided to pop out of the tour bus or whatever he's in, presumably yeah. at some kind of limo, himself. He doesn't... He wants to see the full range in the co-op, doesn't he? He wants to choose for himself. 
Well, I reckon what's happened is he's gone, hey, man, give me some Cheetos and a Mountain Dew. And the bloke's gone in there and he's seen, like, Ribena and Capri Sun. I thought, what the fuck is this? McCoy is what is going here. <laughs> what's going on here? What is that? Ridge cut. Oh, your, your, your job's on the line if you take Drake a packet of Watsits instead of Cheetos, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I reckon his, his guys come back in and went, look, Drake, you're going to have to come in. He's saying, he's saying that. Every crisp flavour is grab bag. <laughs> um, this is a good one here. Um, in 2014, when people still liked him, I, thought, I think people still like him, we saw Elon Musk in a John Lewis cafe in Cribs Causeway, Bristol. No. They just opened a Tesla showroom in the shopping centre. It was a surreal experience seeing him have a brew in good old Johnny Lou's, Michaela Nottingham. I oh, think that, people that like is, Elon that Musk. That is a good one. Elon Musk in the John Lewis cafe. Why don't you like Elon Musk? Oh, are we meant to not like him buying Twitter, but I don't care because I don't like Twitter. Why aren't you allowed to? Why isn't he allowed to I buy Twitter? I don't know because I'll be honest, whenever I see a news story about who owns Twitter, I don't click on it because I couldn't give less of a fuck. It's very hard to keep up on what's the right thing to think. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because sometimes it's not about thinking the right thing. It's about knowing to have the right reaction to something. Yeah. <laughs> Do, you know, what Do I mean? you know what, Rob? I'm going to add it. Do you remember we used to do things you don't care about? Yeah. Who owns social media companies is is number one. Um, Oh, this is a good one, Josh. This is from Becky. Hi, I absolutely love the podcast. It's top of my listen every Tuesday and Friday. On the subject of big celebrities and small places, I once saw Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie and all six kids going to see Smurfs 3D in the Little Odeon Cinema across the road from Pizza Express in Richmond. Wow. Richmond I buy. Do you know what I know? Do you know what I mean? I buy that yeah, they'd be in Richmond. Smurfs. Yeah. They're probably, I don't know whether they was going for the film or to adopt one, but they were there for the oh, Smurfs. that is a lovely bit of business, Rob. Really is nice. Is that good? That wasn't oh, bad yeah, off I the fly, that. was it? Yeah, no, it was very good. Um, I don't know if this shocks you. I don't read these in advance. <laughs> you haven't got a team of writers going through them via... <laughs> There's six people going, what links Elon Musk and John Lewis? Come on, guys. We've got to come up with something. Um, I, I think... I'm going to allow that one, but I think the fact it's in Richmond, which is a very affluent area of London. Yeah, exactly. Because there was a news story about... um, Do you remember during Wimbledon one year, there was a news story about um, Rafa Nadal struggling to use a self-checkout in, like, the Tesco Metro around the corner from the All England Club in Wimbledon? Um, Okay, what else we got? Oh, okay, so I thought there was an end to that story. Oh, no, no, I was just talking about people that you... (laughs) I thought there was a self-checkout joke coming. Oh, no, no, there wasn't. What? What? Unexpected? No. I don't know. Item in the serving area. Yeah. So I, think, I think this has turned into um, two comedians trying to do a pastiche of two comedians doing bad I jokes. But actually, it's just two comedians yeah, not doing yeah, very funny exactly. jokes. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. It's hard to create a character that is very close to home. <laughs> what would two unfunny comedians say now? Oh, let me think. <laughs> let me get into character. <laughs> I genuinely... What are two tired old comics do now? Um, oh, give me a minute. Let's see what I've got. I'll dig deep for you, Josh. I was thinking oh, about Rafa Nadal and Elon Musk and John Lewis, and I was thinking, I just don't think there is a... I just can't ever come up with a joke with this. This is... I've got nothing. I've literally got nothing. You've got nothing. Give me another one. <laughs> I've got a person in a place. Yeah, I'll try and come up with a joke. <laughs> Okay. All right, Alan Titchmarsh in Ocean Beach, Ibiza. No, you've made this. No, that's not true, is it? <laughs> I'm making it All up. Right. You said, I, thought All you, right. <laughs> I thought you wanted an unmade up one to do a joke on it. Oh, no, 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 no. 
that you wanted oh, a real I'm one. I'm sorry, yeah, but I, I'll be honest with you. I was so excited when you said that someone had written in that they saw Alan Titchrod's <laughs> nose of each other. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've got some boomer parenting, if you want one of them. Yeah, go on. Do some boomer parenting. The Hi, Robin Josh. Boomer parenting. In 1979, my mam and dad saw it fit to put a lock on my bedroom door on the outside. They oh used to lock word. me in overnight oh and told word. me it was my own safety, so I didn't fall down the stairs. That is, I that accepted is incredible. It, but looking back, what the actual fuck? What if there was a fire? That is mad. That is mad. So that's like in a prison. When they Which do like that? lights down yeah. in a prison. Lights That's... down, like mood lighting. Light, hey, uh... Lights out, lights out, lights down. <laughs> hey guys, it's about seven. Should we like drop the light in a little bit and get cozy? Yeah, should we get comfy? Should we get cozy? Should we get snuggly for a bit before we go to sleep? Lights down, guys. Put a candle on. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Gary. Yep, yeah, sure. Yep, yeah, no worries, mate. Can you stop shooting up that junk? Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Pop on the old Doctor Prepare mood lighting and then away we go. <laughs> hey, guy, I've got some Doctor Prepare heated eye masks. If anyone wants to put that on, sure. You're not, you know, you're just shoving that little tiny phone up your ass. Fair enough. No worries, Peter. Um, um, here we go. Oh, so I've got some, enough, some more boomer parenting and some travelling advice. Here's a boomer one. This one's quite intense. There's a two-parter here. Hi, Robin Josh. My dad was a firm believer in tough love and the harsh school of life. God, he sounds fun. I have so many stories, it's hard to pick out. Here's a few examples. Um, do you know what? I think I'm complete opposite about that. I'm a firm believer in lots of love yeah. and yeah. actually just trying to enjoy life as much as possible because it's really difficult yeah. anyway. Yeah. Why not make life as easy as you can? Because it's difficult yeah. enough as it is. Let's not let's not add hurdles. <laughs> yeah, life's really hard, and the negative voice in your brain will constantly tell you you're failing at it. So, do you know what we need? Tough love and some harsh school lessons. Fucking hell. <laughs> hey, Dad, I'm a little bit nervous and anxious about things. Fucking good. Welcome to the club. Yeah. It's the harsh life. <laughs> Everything you think bad's going to happen will. Now prepare for it. <laughs> That's not that's not my mentality. No. Here no. we go. Anyway, this is this um, from Holly. Here's the first one. When I was nine, my sister was eight. He decided we need to go on a wilderness survival mission. Oh my god! He blindfolded us and drove no. us to a remote location in the middle of nowhere at dusk. He gave us a map, and that was all. Our food and shelter for the night was at a location we had to find. What? This was all before the time of mobile phones. Eight and After nine. Being- I know. After being chased by dogs and getting very what? wet... What? Where is he chased by dogs? <laughs> we saw a car in the distance and hid behind a tree. It turned out my not very happy mother had sent my dad out to check on us. Oh, she didn't fucking turn up, did she? That I thought she was going to come and get you. He didn't, however, take us home. He pointed us in the right direction. At around midnight, we found our camp for the night and we were helped to light a fire. It was so cold, my sister slept too close to the fire and rolled into the embers and set fire to the duck-down sleeping bag. Oh, my God. The concern was not for her safety, but instead for my dad's sentimental university sleeping bag. Look, no offence, Holly. He sounds like a fucking lunatic. This is going to end with, he's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. I wouldn't swap him for the world. (laughs) Um, also, I think this. Do you, know what, do you know where this feature ends up? Some sort of court case, and we give evidence. Yeah, exactly. This can't. Part two. 
in a, in a, this is the same lady. In another pocket money related boomer parenting story, my dad decided we needed to learn how to invest. So around six, we had to take a loan six. from him to buy a. <laughs> I can't even say this. Out. I think this is a wind up. We're, 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 so around six, him, and he end up end up kneecapping me and repossessing wait, my. <laughs> yeah, but wait, you will never guess what the loan's for. All right, we had to take a loan from him to buy a pig and its food. What? We had to care <laughs> for the pig. Sorry, who's this? Jack and the Beanstalk? What's going on? <laughs> we had to care for the pig and clean it out. When it was ready to be killed, we had to assist getting the fondly named Katie Pig into the trailer. Then we had to sell the meat to my dad's mates and repay the loan we took. So at six and five, my six sister was most excited. That's the age of your children, Rob, basically. Imagine this happening. Well, we wouldn't end up, ki- we wouldn't end up killing the pig. They wouldn't do anything. We wouldn't clean it out. Imagine getting my daughter to clean out a pig in the middle of a cool show. Um, <laughs> we were very excited to make over £100. Whoa. I'm not, however, suggesting any of these options for your children. P.S. We lived on a housing estate for context from Holly, East Wing of Broadmoor. Okay, seems to have turned out well. Um, no, that's not just from Holly. That is incredible. That's mental. So where's the pig on the council estate? <laughs> that was like a riddle. That sounds like a mo- that sounds like an inspirational quote that you have to think about to understand. Sorry, I thought I was on. I thought I was on the Stephen Bartlett podcast, not ours. Um, <laughs> um, so, guys, what's your? I've got a little here. What's your advice for the next person that comes on? <laughs> Where's the pig on the council? It's like, sure, yeah, great. It's really, it's really inspiring. Are they are they using their garden just for the pit? Like, I don't know why, but something's telling me the balcony. <laughs> in itself on the balcony <laughs> it depends on the housing estate might be a balcony might be a garden yeah. might be a shared yard but yeah yeah that's uh, that's holly there uh, uh, oh, who didn't wow. caveat that message with he's actually a really great guy so read into that what you will oh boomer parenting story well, i've got one more parent boomer parenting story then i've got some travel advice here. yeah go on i'm 36 my older sister is one and a half years older our mam tells us this story where she was at the races when we were little had us in a double buggy not sure of the exact age maybe four and a half and three mam went to this is a must be a northern uh, listener no name ma'am went to place a bet so proceeded to leave her two toddler daughters outside the bookies when she went in to what? bet on some horses oh, came no. out we were gone some, no. uh, some man said the older one got out and took the younger one in the buggy in that direction oh my god in Denmark they leave buggies outside cafes don't they but not really yeah. to gamble Makes me feel better about my parenting, that, these stories. So I've got another one from a listener. This is from Andy. Travel advice. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is well. Oh, thanks, Andy. Cheers, Andy. I've got a tip for travelling with children, and it works like a dream, especially on longer flights or train journeys. Go to Poundland or a pound store for cheap presents. Buy a present for every half an hour of your journey. So the cost is very Whoa. low. Wrap them up in wrapping paper and every half an hour of the journey, the child gets to, if they are behaving, unwrap a present of their choice. Obviously, they're getting a reward for good behaviour, but it's an excellent blackmail tool for travelling calm and quietly. Don't use the word blackmail. We're all thinking it, but don't use the word blackmail. That would be my advice. just yeah, just, uh, uh, we're yeah. Doing it. yeah, it but is let's, blackmail. Let's not let's not vocalise the word blackmail. That's what I it's think. It's encouraging them to do what you yeah. want for a for a, for a reward. Fee. Yeah, it's dog training. Your dog, tra- it's dog, it's Pavlovian. Yeah, exactly. So 
Yeah, because if it's a 10-hour flight, for 20 quid, you can have 20 little things wrapped up. Um, but that's a good one. Andy. Um, oh, I've got a response to rug munchers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know when my, I call my daughters rug munchers by yeah, the, instead of rug rats by accident? Yeah. Um, I had a similar experience of brain mouth disconnect a few weeks ago. Having just returned to the office, perhaps a little overexcited to be back to normal, I was at the front of a long queue of parents waiting to pick up their toddlers from nursery. When the teacher brought my two-year-old son through the door, I smiled, waved, held my arms out, a stretch and shouted, Hello, sexy boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. No. Immediately oh, realising with horror what I just said. To style it out, I tried to make it look like I was addressing the teacher by quickly what? following up with, well, actually, you're a girl, which made it even worse. Oh, and she looked God. horrified. Oh, my God. That is just mortifying. I then That's changed it. the subject. You've got to leave them out. Yeah, of course you've They haven't. That's all they've talked about since this happened. <laughs> I then changed the subject to how many poos my son had done and what he'd eaten that day, but nothing could cover up the audible sniggers from the queue behind me. Oh Just another God. day, I'm four hours sleep, and that's from Mabel Brown. Hello, sexy that boy. Is, hello, sexy boy. Um, oh, my word. Okay, Rob, do you want some questions mm -hmm. for Lou and Rose? We've been asking you to submit your questions for Lou and Rose because they're doing a chapter each in the Parenting Hell book. Currently yep. available for pre-order, Rob. You know I'm good at the promo. <laughs> yeah, you love it. I love it. Do, do buy saying? tickets for the tour as well. Um, questions for Lou and Rose. <laughs> Anything else about your tour? No, it's over. I might be selling a sofa if anyone wants to buy a sofa. Oh, yeah. We've sold we've sold a chaise long. But, um, oh, you sold it? How much yeah. did you get for it in the end? Uh, did you get what you wanted? Get asking price? Well, we did at mates rates because we sold it to some friends, one of whom listens to this podcast. And can I add to Kate, you do need to pick it up. Right. Anyway, let's carry on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best and worst habits, a number from one to nine. Seven. Seven. What's the one thing they do that makes you want to murder them in their sleep? I, I leave pants behind the bathroom door. Lou hates that. Do you think that she's going to go with that? Yeah, that or I leave cupboards open. You leave cupboards open? I've, I, do you know what? I've realised what my um, Crosby's law is. What, what, what for, for Rose or hers for yeah, you? Yeah, the thing that annoys me that Rose does. Oh, that go on. It's... Making tea with a teaspoon, stirring it, and then putting that teaspoon down, leaving a small tea puddle. No need for it. Put it, put it in the sink or the put dishwasher. It in the sink. Put it in the sink or the dishwasher. You've got to put it down somewhere. That's unacceptable. Yeah. And yeah. you've got a nice kitchen, but you haven't got like some sort of mad Wayne Rooney, Colleen Rooney kitchen where it's no. a two-minute walk to the sink. You're near no, the sink. Exactly, it's a normal-sized exactly. yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It's not clean, Rooney. It's bloody dirty, Rooney. That's what I'm telling you. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good stuff. That's We're not good always stuff. shit. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, Just effortless, effortless, effortless. Off, on the fly. Clean, um, Rooney, more like dirty, Rooney. Yes, yes please. Yes, please. I'm Rebecca Tardy. Rebecca Tardy, come on. Yeah, We're we fucking flying. Fucking sue me. Let's go. That's like one of those leaked WhatsApps. It's more like dirty, Rooney. From, from Do you know the, the funny thing? The funny thing from that court case was when the uh, the, the, the prosecutor, the, the the lawyer, I don't know who it was, said um, about, oh, it's very inconvenient, very um, very very strange that the mobile phone ended up at the bottom of the ocean in Davy Jones's locker, oh, yeah. and then apparently Rebecca Vardy went, who's Davy Jones? And then the judge <laughs> went, it's just a term for the bottom of the sea. Dave Jones, he used to be the manager of Southampton in the uh, about 2004. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a story about Davy Jones comes out in the sun <laughs> for drink driving. <laughs> Davy Jones, uh, drink driving, crashed his car at the bottom of the sea. Um, um, do you want to hear how our, do you want to hear our new cooker's going? 
Oh, yes, the cooker. Sorry, I've, that's what I yeah. asked. It's too powerful, Rob. So we're going to have to buy more expensive pans. How has that worked out? It's burning our pans. So you've basically bought you've bought a top-level elite oven, but you're buying the crap pans from the local shop. So we've got crap pans, and that's been drawn to attention. Because so is it, a, is it a cooker oven with a hob on top, like an yeah, argon-type yeah, like, thing, no, but like not like an hobs, argon? like gas hobs on top. And the gas hobs... Oh, gas hobs. All right, okay. So fast. So fierce. So what ones have you got at the moment? Just metal saucepans. You know, normal sort. The kind of saucepans you've have had. Have you got quirky, pretty ones? No, we've got the kind of the kind of saucepans you've had since you're at uni. Those saucepans. Do you know? I need to apologise. Quirky ones. That was so disrespectful. So rude, wasn't it? That's such a that's such a sort of negging, passive aggressive. No, term, but isn't you it? know what? Guilty as charged. Quirky ones. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Do you want a question about fame? Okay, question six about fame, and then I'll um, do a uh, small business. Okay, here we go. As a mother, it can be hard to maintain your identity, even more so when you have a famous partner and his challenging work patterns. What do you do to make sure you keep your identity? Bloody hell, that's an intense question, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's quite full on, isn't it? Oh, my God, look at this one. If you were no longer with Rob and Josh, which celebrity parent would you want to be with? And what would be the perceived benefits? Oh, that's a great question. I'm up for that. That is... That's, I, I want to know. Yeah. Shall we, shall imagine we... if she said, like... Imagine if Rose said James Acaster and Lou said Romish. <laughs> right, should we do small business shout-out? Yes. This is... This is a, I don't mind it, but it's so niche, which I can't imagine that... It, I'll give this a shout out, but I can't imagine how many people we've got that will listen that will be able to use this business. But anyway, why not? Okay, that's I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. So small business shout out. Technically, Northwest origins because we are just for more yeah. northern ones because yeah. a little bit south centric, wasn't it? My brother started his online personal training business a couple of years ago. Originally from Wigan, he has now moved to Barcelona and he's absolutely smashing it. So I thought this was calling out from PT sessions in Barcelona. I didn't realise it was online. I was like, okay, it's quite niche. Pierre Aubameyang going, I'll, 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 I'll get involved with that. <laughs> I think I've got Luis Enrique on the line who wants to do some curl, rip, curl, rip curls. What's that? That's, that's, that's oh surfing, isn't it? Oh, my God, that's an embarrassing moment. That's <laughs> really embarrassing. You know, I, do, I just want to be able to do some rip curls, if that's okay with you. <laughs> Uh, my brother works with LGBTQ plus clients, helping them to achieve their fitness goals, overcome confidence and body issues, and improve their mental health. After going through his own journey of self-discovery and overcoming his own mental health issues, he wants to support others do the same. Online personal training programs, help and advice, tailored fitness programs, nutritional guides, and a training app to use to keep track of progress. Kieran Lyons Fitness, www.lyons.pt. So I thought that was a personal trainer based in Barcelona that only trained LGBTQ plus clients, which, you know, obviously there's a market yeah. for anything, but yeah, of course. I'm just saying it's quite a niche client yeah, yeah, base. Yeah, of course. And, 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 <laughs> and of all, the, and, you know, I, I imagine there's a few people in this podcast who that fits with due to sheer, you know, weight of numbers. Well, like, if you're a member of the LGBTQ plus community and you live in Barcelona and you listen to this and you want a personal trainer, let us know. That's the crux. Imagine if you were an LGBT plus living in Barcelona, yeah. but you already had a personal trainer. How annoying that would be. <laughs> but it is online, so you can do yeah. it online. I think it's just based in Barcelona. Hi, Rob and Josh. Absolutely love the podcast. As a parent of two boys and running a small business, I look forward every week for your newest episode for lots of laughs. It's also so relatable. We are a small mm. business based in Swanley, Kent, 
Who, mate? You know Swanley, Rob? That's near me. Oh, mate, yeah. I used to go Swanley Market, buy the Asda, have pie mash, and then we'd buy old magazines that were six months old. You'd get five, like, it used to be like five for three quid. That's like a computer program that has been uh, been able to come up with Rob Beckett-based anecdotes. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a robot. Like, yeah. Let's do a random Rob Beckett <laughs> anecdote generator. Yeah, no, I used to go. My mum used to leave me in the crash at Asda and go shopping, and they had Super Mario. I loved it. It was great. Oh, Glory days. Go. Wow, it gets better. Anyway, we're a small business based in Swanley, Kent, who make classic wooden puzzles with a twist. We use photos behind the shape. Children really love discovering who is behind each one. Instagram, peekaboo underscore puzzle. That's peekaboo, P E E K A B O O underscore puzzle. Now, a bit of extra info, Rob. Mm-hmm. I went to Cooper's school. Oh, that's my old my old school. And my mum has worked there for many years and remembers Rob. Every time oh, yeah. you're on telly, she says, I know him. I'm not sure we What's needed his that. Name? What's that name? Her name is Mrs. Haslam and she still works on student reception. Cheers, Gemma. Mrs. Haslam, that does ring a bell, actually. Um, so, um, what's the company called? The puzzle company? Peekaboo underscore puzzle. Let's have a look at these puzzles, mate. Oh, they're like little kid puzzles. I get you, so you can put pictures underneath, but they're like for young kids' puzzles. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So you put Very pictures nice. of your family in, and then there's wooden shapes that cover them up. That is oh, that's a nice. lovely gift. That's a really good gift you could give for like a one-year-old kid, I think. It's been an absolute pleasure, Rob. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I've loved it. It's oh, been a and yeah, If you've got questions for our parents, because we're a bit light on questions for them, it's Parenting Hell Book. Parenting Hell Book at bonniabooks.co.uk. Bonnier, B-O-N-N-I-E-R, books.co.uk. It's in the episode description if you want to find it. What I would say is well, the way we're doing it with the parents are we're going to sit down and um, interview them and um, yeah. ask these questions, and they will absolutely let loose on us. So they're, yeah. they're, I reckon they're going to be quite brutal. So any questions you've got? Are you dreading parents or wife more? I'm, re- I'm dreading wife more, but I think uh, my parents could make it worse. They could be the sort of silent, silent killer. <laughs> Especially keep getting up at five in the morning. I used to get my mum up at 4.30am every day, so I cannot wait to talk to her about that. No. (laughs) Brutal. Um, Wicked. All right, then. Well, I'll see you on Friday with another guest episode. It's a great episode on Friday. See you then. Bye. Hi there, Parenting Hell listeners. We're not Josh and Rob. My name's Rich, and this is Dave. Hello. And we host a podcast called Unequal Sequel. Unequal Sequel is a podcast all about movie sequels. Every week, we ask a special guest about their best ever sequel, worst ever sequel, and also their dream sequel. So if you like podcasts, and we know you do because you're listening to this one, and you like movies like Terminator 2, Aliens, or Police Academy 628, then this could be the podcast for you. And good news, Series 3 is out now. And we've even got an episode coming up with producer Michael. But even better news, we've got two other series worth of episodes and loads of extras in between. So you can go back to listen to brilliant guests like Sean Walsh, Nick Helm or Danny Wallace. So go listen to Unequal Sequel. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>